you supposed to be looking? Looking. Looking. Savior is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman is feareth the Lord. But the woman that feareth the Lord, she shall praise.
like to welcome everybody to Sunday school this morning. I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to everybody. Um, I got up this morning thinking uh, about my mom, and uh, I'm thankful for a God-fearing mom that I had. Um, I'm thankful that, um, you know, she stood out, and uh, her testimony still lives on, and I, I'm thankful for that, and uh, I'm just thankful to be here. Um, we'll ask Sean to dismiss the Sunday school. Oh, see, along with everybody else this morning, happy Mother's Day to our mothers. And uh, I thank God for my mother. And I, I thank God even more for the Mother Church. The Bible says somewhere that the church is the mother of us all, and uh, everybody that's been saved was got born again in the church. And uh, our our lesson this morning's "Jumping for Joy" is the title of the lesson. And uh, there's a scripture in First Peter I want to read and. Uh, I, I try to I try to quote this quote part of it uh, once in a while, but First Peter one eight said, and this is talking about Jesus, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable, and full of glory, and it's. Uh, when, when we get our heart where it ought to be, uh, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. What 
what God, what God done for me when I was 15 years old, he reminds me just real regular by that joy that he puts down in our heart takes us back to the time when we got saved, really. And, uh, and it, there's nothing no better. Uh, our lesson this morning is in the third chapter of the book of Acts, starting at the first verse. Real familiar scripture. And somebody sings a song about this lesson, but anyway, so now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And uh, I heard uh, Albert Smith say one time that he never did have the Lord slip up on him and bless him. That every time he ever got a blessing, he was doing something for the Lord, either thinking on his name or reading the scripture or praying or doing something for God. And uh, uh, God, uh, has, God wants to bless us. I, I believe uh, that scripture in uh, Malachi, where he was talking about tithes and offerings, but he said, and I, w- I want to make this plain. He wasn't just—he wasn't just talking about money. Uh, what what little money I might owe to God is just a small part of what I owe Him. When I when I come to Jesus, I I, I talked to just a minute ago about when I got saved. When I come to Jesus, I gave Him my life. So I owe him everything that I've got, everything that I am, or everything that I ever will be. I owe it to God. And uh, sometimes, sometimes the things that we owe God are hard for us to come across with. Uh, how many times have you ever had God give you something to do and you said, I can't do that? But you owed it to him. I owed it to him. Yet we we kind of back up, and uh, it's a it's a scary thing. Well, the Bible said it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a just God or a living God. I don't remember exactly how it says that, but uh, it, it's a fearful thing to try to put yourself in God's hands and say, here I am, Lord, use me. Isaiah said that. Uh, say, here am I, Lord, send me. And uh, I've, I remember one time we was, I think maybe we was having a revival or something over on Albert Street, and this was, I was probably still a teenager. I don't know. It's been a long time ago. But we was having a real good meeting. I was sitting up in the choir and uh, service going real good. And I, I was praying, Lord, 
give me something to do. I'm ready. I, and I, I was willing right then. I wanted, I want, but I didn't have nothing. And the scripture come to me to, that he told, uh, Moses told the children of Israel, said, stand still, see the salvation of God. So it, I sat back and enjoyed the service. I didn't have nothing to do other than just to enjoy what God was giving me. And uh, uh, if, if, we, if we have the attitude, and it ought to be the attitude of every one of our heart, just like uh, Isaiah said, here am I, Lord, send me. And uh, now Peter and John went down to the temple, or they went up to the temple, the Bible said, at the, at the hour of prayer. And they had two or three different, and I, I can't, never did get that real straight, but two or three hours of prayer a day. Now, I, probably everybody wasn't required to be there every time, but if, if you wanted to be, you could go. That's, I don't know all about that, but the thing of it is, anytime, anytime you're doing something for God, And, and right out of your heart. You can go over to Malachi just like he said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you will not be able to contain. Now, God's got a, I, I, God's got a storehouse full and it's ours. He, want, he wants us to he wants us to have every blessing he's got. I believe that. And it, the only reason I don't get them is I get in the way sometimes, or a lot of times maybe. I get this fellow right here, and a lot of times I I get up here and try to teach Sunday school and, and don't really get where I want to this fellow here is in the way but God's these fellows went up to the temple now by the same token we've come we've come to God's house this morning the Bible said I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And if we, if we write out of our heart, present our bodies a living sacrifice, and that's what I was talking about, Isaiah, here am I, Lord, send me. Use me. Now, it ain't, it ain't every time, like I was talking about my experience when the Lord said, stand still, uh, sometimes it ain't my time, sometimes it's not your time. But it's our time, all of the time, to say, here am I, Lord, send me. If you need me, Lord, I'm available. And uh, a lot of the times, that's not our attitude. Or I, I speak for me anyway. A lot of times I'm, I'm sitting hoping God will give the preacher something to preach real good so I can get a blessing and I don't have to say nothing. Maybe 
a little low amen once in a while, but it, we need to be willing to do what God wants us to do, and he'll, he'll bless us. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And uh, so John and Peter went up to the temple, and uh, like I said, they was they was going in, they was going to do something for God. They were going to pray. Did you ever? I, I know every, every one of us has done this, but I want to remind us. Did you ever just slip off at home or at work, wherever, and get on your knees and pray, and God bless you real good? I remember another experience, and I, I tell my experiences a lot, but and I've told this one a lot of times, but I've uh, been over 50 or 60 years ago. It's been 60 years ago, anywhere close to it. I was working at General Motors in Defiance, and uh, I worked off by myself and uh, run a sand molar, the mixed molding sand, had a great big sand bin up over the platform where I worked, full of sand, and we was having a revival over on Albert Street. I don't remember who was preaching. Don't matter. God, God was running the revival. But every night, every night about 7 o'clock, I'd go to the top of that sand bin and get on my knees and pray for the service. And uh, I'm, I, I got to be there on the weekend, I think, but uh, I've just attended that revival maybe a couple of nights, two or three. But it was the best revival I've ever been in because my heart was in it. And uh, I was doing what I could and uh, and and God was accepting that, and uh, and there was a bunch of people got saved, but real good revival. But if we we don't have to we don't have to be in in God's house to enjoy what God put down in here. Now I want to say this: I want to make sure everybody understands me. If I'm if I'm available and able. My place is at the house of God when we're having church, if I'm able. But if I'm not able and my heart's in it, God will bless me wherever I'm at. And, uh, and I'm sure everybody here has experienced that over the years. It's nothing no better than being saved. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And uh, back that time, they, as far as I know, they didn't have any, any kind of welfare system. Uh, if, if people were disabled, and didn't have nobody to take care of them. They, all they had left was begging. 
And uh, uh, this man had a a pretty good spot. And uh, the, the fellow, and I, I'm getting to where I disagree more with these guys that write this commentary on these lessons all the time. But uh, the fellow that wrote this lesson talked about where he was at, said he had a real, real good spot for begging. People coming into the temple all the time, and and, uh, and most of them religious people, so they they probably help him out a little bit. And uh, said when Peter and John come up there, and, and uh, they they healed him. Said he he might not have wanted healed. Said he had it made where he was at. And and if we're not careful. And uh, when God when God called me and told me I was lost, and I, I tell this all the time, I'm, I made up my mind I wasn't moving. I was going to. I stood and held onto the bench, and I looked I looked preacher Ash right in the eye, and I, I I was trying to trying to get it across to him that his preaching wasn't bothering me none. And uh, which was a lot, but uh, it, it had me tore up on the inside. But I was trying to keep the outside straight, and I'd made up my mind I wasn't going. I wasn't coming up here. And, but God knew what was in my mind, and He knew how close I was to moving. And He sent Edna to me that morning. And that's all I needed. Just I come out of there, and God spoke peace to my soul, and I, best thing ever happened to me. It's it's unbelievable that I was going to stand there and go to hell, and that's what would have happened if I hadn't got saved sometime in life. God's got the very best thing there is, and now I didn't shout. I didn't make a lot of noise out of my mouth. I did tell the church I saved, but I didn't I didn't shout. I didn't make a lot of big noise. But down in here it was joy unspeakable. I there wasn't no way of telling it. This man Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But he was sitting begging alms, and uh, who's seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he, he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Now he was expecting something, but he got more he got way more than he was expecting. He was expecting something natural. And if you listen, I listen to some preachers on TV sometimes. And uh and some of them's way, way off. They they got religion or whatever, whatever they got, they got it down to where it's 
natural blessings and, and he'll fill your bank account up and he'll take care of it. And God does do those things. I don't want nobody to misunderstand it. God, God supplies every need, everything we ever needed. God supplies it for us. Ever blessing, if you got a house to live in, that's God's. If you got a job, God gave it to you. If you got a good education, He gave you enough mind to be able to do that. So ever blessing we've got come from God. And and but a lot of a lot of people say, well, if you live if you live good, why well, God's going to take care of you financially and all these things, and maybe. Did you ever know anybody that was a real good Christian that didn't hardly have two pennies to rub together? I have. There's one fellow in the Bible. The guy that was laid at the rich man's gate begging for the crumbs from the rich man's table. He was hungry. But he was saved by the grace of God. And he was, he was being a light to that rich man. I believe that's the reason God had him in that condition. So he'd be there at the rich man's gate to be a light to the rich man. He wouldn't have been there otherwise. You're not going to the hospital if you're not sick. If you've got a, people have a, a diseases or different things and have to go in the hospital, I believe God puts his people in places like that to be a witness to somebody. And I... By the same token, I believe the schools we go to, the jobs we work at, God puts us in those places to be a light to the people that we come in contact with. And he put us in Lima Missionary Baptist Church so that we could glorify his name in front of all the people that come here that need Jesus. Let them know that what we got is a real thing. And there's nothing... Nothing no more real in my life than what Jesus done for me when I was a boy. And it was the best thing then, and it, it's, it keeps getting better and better and uh, brighter and brighter. The Bible said, unto a perfect day. One of these days, this thing right here is going to get changed and and. Go home to be with Jesus. And it, we don't know how, how that is. Eyes not seen, ears not heard, neither entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But guaranteed, you ain't seen nothing yet. All, all the good things God's blessed us with here is just a little tiny taste of what heaven's going to be like. Did you? Did you ever, in, ever in a, a real good meeting and, or, or just get down to pray at home or whatever and couldn't even get the words out of your mouth? It was bubbling up on the inside so you couldn't, couldn't even speak the words. That's what, that, that's what joy unspeakable is and full of glory. And that's just a little bitty taste of what heaven's going to be like.
Peter said, look on us. And he, he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then, yep, just a point. God told us, Jesus told us when he was leaving here, he said, now you're the light of the world. Our attitude, we ought to, we ought to live where we, our attitude could be. Look, look where I'm at. And not, I'm not talking about bragging now. I'm talking about trying to, trying to get people's attention and let them know that what you got's the very best thing there is. And if, if we as a church, and we do this, and we ought to, we ought, we ought to try to get people's attention and let them know that what we got's the best there is. But if I tell people on Sunday that what I got's the best there is and I live like the devil the rest of the week, I've made a liar out of myself. If I love Jesus and what I've got's the best there is, then my life ought to prove that nine days a week if there was nine days. Every day of the week, my life ought to prove that. There's been times in my life that it didn't do it. And maybe a lot of times that it didn't do it as well as I ought to have done it. But it's still, Jesus is still there. And, and when I wasn't right, he was there then too. So let me know I was wrong. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he got way more than he expected. He was expecting a little money. And if you could you go out. I worked all my life. To earn a living, and, and we ought to. I believe a man's required to support his family. But most of the time, I'd, I'd get my check on Friday, we'd pay the bills and go buy groceries, and, and it was about gone by that next week till, the, till I got my next check. So you you get a little money, or or this man could have got some money from Peter and John, and maybe in a maybe that same day he would have spent that on something to eat, and it'd have been gone. But what God done for him, uh, that lasted. Now he still uh, it didn't that wasn't. The, the healing of his legs wasn't an eternal thing. That was just fixing him up in, so he could get up and move around, maybe go earn a living, whatever. But I believe, I believe he got more than just that. Because the Bible, let me read. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet, and ankle bones receive strength. And he, now listen. And he, leaping up, 
stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And uh, there's a there's a song that says we we've, we've got I've got something to praise God for. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you got the very best thing heaven's got. And and if if you ain't able to praise God, your heart ain't right. If you've been saved, and because uh, that salvation's the very best thing there is. Knowing, knowing that you got a home in heaven, regardless of what happens to us here, uh, I've, God's blessed me all my life. I've had a few little hiccups here and there, but God's blessed me all my life. But the greatest thing, the greatest, and seemed like I went, went back to this this morning two or three times. But the greatest thing that ever happened to me was when I got saved. Now, I've been fairly healthy. I've not had much. Been in the hospital one time, I think, in all my life. Just had some kind of virus then. They didn't find out what that was. But uh, I'm still here. But now, my I can tell my body's deteriorating. I'm I'm not the man I used to be. I used to get when I was young. There was a bunch of us had a ball team. We get we go play softball and uh, run all over the place like a little kid. And uh, well, we had a lot of fun and a lot of. We got got together pretty regular and uh, enjoyed each other's company. And same token, when I got a little bit older, that slowed down. I, I went to playing golf, and, and we had a lot of fun at that. Now I got, I got down to the place where I had to quit playing golf. The, this body just slowly... Headed back toward the dust. But if if you think about if you think about those things, dwell on it from a nat- just from a natural standpoint, it'd be depressing. But if you think about it from God's point of view, and from your your point of view, if you've been saved. Uh, sometimes you can't hardly wait. And I ain't, I ain't no hurry to leave here by a long shot. But I'm down in here, my soul's got a longing to be with Jesus. And, uh, well, I, I, I ought to say that different. Be on the other side. Because my soul is with Jesus all the time. Well, if we if we look at things right, anybody got anything?
Right. And and we go. I'll go back to that scripture I read to start about joy unspeakable, full of glory. Uh, we got that the day we got saved. God put that down in, our, down in my soul. And uh, every time, every time that I humble my heart, He He does it all over again. And uh, uh, we th- we don't really realize sometimes sometimes and I, I enjoy this job right here when God when God moves in it when I when I can feel God's spirit I enjoy I enjoy testifying if I can feel the spirit of God or praying whatever God whatever God wants me to do I enjoy that if I humble my heart and do it right out of my heart but sometimes, sometimes this flesh gets in the way and we dread doing jobs like this or, or getting up and testifying in front of a crowd or whatever. We dread it. And it's, it's not easy on the flesh. And I thought when I read about this guy leaping and praising and shouting and so on, praising God, I thought about this scripture back in the book of Ezra. And these people had been down in captivity for 70 years or so in Babylon. And the king sent them back to rebuild the temple of God. And uh, real beautiful scripture in in the third chapter of the book of Ezra, the 11th verse said and and they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good for his mercy endureth forever toward Israel and all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid and they they was working and and this wasn't an easy job they had they had to clear rubble and, and all kinds of stuff, hard labor. And and they got the foundation of the house of the Lord laid, and they shouted with joy. And sometimes sometimes what we have to do for God seems like hard labor. It's hard on the flesh. But if we do our job. When we can look around and see the results, we can shout. We can praise God. Uh, there's a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures, probably. In the 103rd Psalm, it's, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Remember always what God done for you. The Bible said for us to be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you. Tell people about what you got down in your soul and when you got it and where you got it. And if you can't, if you can't tell that and, and get somebody to believe it, 
Uh, you ain't got nothing to tell. What God done for me when I was a 15-year-old boy is the best thing ever happened to me. So bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. He takes care of us. He'll bless us. He'll give us, he'll give us what we need, and he has given us what, he, what we need if you read the Bible. He's given us everything we need to do our part for him. To do what he needs done. And what he needs done in this morning, right now, what he needs done is for us to humble our hearts and lift his holy name up. Let our people know that salvation is the best thing there is. Try our best by the help of the Lord to convince somebody that they need Jesus above everything in the world. And I appreciate all the, all the natural blessings that God's given me. But I appreciate salvation more than anything. And especially the older I get, the closer I'm getting to home, uh, the more I appreciate it. Anybody got anything? So he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which set for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to him. That's, that's what I was just talking about. What we've got in our life, people ought to look at with amazement. We've got an amazing, and Terry's mentioned this several times lately, we've got an amazing God. And I, I told my wife this two or three weeks ago, we was coming to church, I said, God's blessed us. He, he, he's amazing beyond words. And I don't know exactly what, what words I use, but God's amazing. And how, how he could love me enough to pick me up when I was lost and set my feet on a rock and give me something that I could go all the way through life with and go to the other side with. It's beyond, it's beyond telling. I have, a, I have a hard time getting across sometimes what I'm trying to say, but our God is an amazing God, and He wants us to let our people know that. And that's not just in words. Words, words don't get it across sometimes, but sometimes... Uh, I think we're about to run out of time. But I talk about my grandpa a lot, and he was a great light in my life. 
us kids, we was down visiting one time. Us kids were playing out in the yard, and, and Grandpa come out of the house and started up the hill. And, of course, we tagged along with him. And he went up on a rock cliff up above the house in the woods and got on his knees and prayed. And I remembered that ever since. And you got, we went to see him one time. He was, wasn't far from dying, probably. He couldn't hardly move to raise that. Went in the room where he's at. He raised raised his right hand, said, "Ain't the Lord been good to us?" And I, I mean, things like that you remember. And uh, if if we live our lives the same way, people will remember that. The the Bible said. Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. Yea, from henceforth saith the Spirit, they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. If if we follow God like we ought to, somebody will remember us down the road. At least I, I certainly hope they do. I better quit. But he, he got more. He got.